Clubhouse invests in creators, TikTok personalizes ads, and Chinese developers challenge Apple's IDFA policy. It's Monday, March 22nd, 2021. All of that's coming up, along with the week's news quick hits on episode 440 of Brave Ad World. New consumers. New media. New strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 440 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and a few big stories that I want to talk through this week. Let's talk first about Clubhouse and creators. So, Clubhouse, they see their moment right now. They're working to seize it with the launch of a new feature called their Creator First Accelerator Program. The program, it offers support of $5,000 per month in income, as well as assistance in creative development, marketing, and monetization for 20 selected content creators on the platform. Now, competitors like Facebook's upcoming service, we also have Twitter Spaces launching very soon. They're out to seize some of the usage and engagement that Clubhouse has really hit the market with. So Clubhouse, they're working very quickly to shore up some of their best creators right now before Twitter, before Facebook, before a lot of these tech giants try to uh, inch in on Clubhouse's territory. It's it's a short-term play for attention, but a long-term play for sustainability. Clubhouse is getting ahead of competitors as much as it can. They want to sustain their buzz that they've already generated so we can be sure talent is what's going to attract users. And Clubhouse, they're making their play right now. All right, let's talk about TikTok and ad personalization. So TikTok, they announced plans to start personalizing ads based on in-app activity starting April 15th. The capability, it's going to roll out globally with the EU being an exception, GDPR. Ad personalizations, they, they allow TikTok to better Reach, reach better parity, parity with other social platforms like Facebook, like Twitter when it comes to targeting. While it's a move to make Twitter more attractive by meeting advertisers' social targeting expectations, it also separates TikTok from the pack of their, their direct competitors, like not like the Facebooks of the world, but basically TikTok clones like Triller. So now TikTok has a capability that those TikTok substitutes don't. They introduce it introduction of such capabilities, it it couldn't be better timed. Advertiser interest on TikTok, it's really high, as high as it's ever been because of the creative audience, the trendiness of the app and the platform. There's a desire to experiment on it. So adding new capabilities that deliver on targeting, as well as those more creatively driven factors, they really allow TikTok to build a deeper connection with advertisers as they test the platform, assuming, of course, uh, it delivers. All right, let's talk next about a, a, a bit of a challenge that Apple has on its hands. So Apple's update to iOS that allows users to opt out of IDFA tracking has been big news in the digital advertising arena because it will allow users to opt out of ad tracking within apps. Chinese developers Tencent and ByteDance, the owner of TikTok, are testing a mobile identifier of their own called Cade, C-A-I-D. So Cade would circumvent 
Apple and allow the developers to continue tracking users even if they opt out of sharing their IDFA data. Now, Kate, it doesn't work exactly the same as IDFA in that it won't uniquely identify users, but it it does do device fingerprinting, which basically creates a profile of users, and that violates Apple's policies. Facebook and many platforms, they've been pretty vocal about their opposition to Apple's new policy, and while while they're implementing ways to encourage users to share their IDFA data, they aren't actively working around them. So this puts Apple in a pretty tricky situation. It now needs to confront these Chinese developers, something Apple has not been good at in the past, or risk having a policy with a massive loophole. So if these platforms can get away with it, there's no reason that Facebook and other platforms couldn't get away with it as well. This is a developing story. It's going to be an interesting one to watch, especially over the next few days or even a couple of weeks to see really how this all plays out. All right, that's it for the week's news quick hit week's main stories. So now I'm going to get into the news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. So Google's publisher provider identifier, PPID, has been used by publishers to create IDs for their own users and share them with advertisers for managing their ad campaigns. Well, now Google Google is expanding PPID to allow publishers to sell ads based on that data on an open exchange. So it's kind of an olive branch to publishers to keep them ingrained in the Google ad ecosystem as they're able to better monetize the data. Instagram is improving user safety with a new policy that restricts adults from direct messaging teens who don't follow them. Instagram will also display a safety prompt when a DM is exhibiting suspicious behavior. Users can then choose to block or even report that behavior. Wikipedia has launched Wikipedia Enterprise, a commercial product designed to sell Wikipedia content to other platforms. Specifically, Enterprise may get other platforms like Google and Facebook, which regularly display Wikipedia content, to pay for that content. The move, it's significant. It's a significant shift for Wikipedia is it looks to generate revenue from its content, especially from big tech platforms that have profited from leveraging that content. Snap acquired Fit Analytics. This is a German company that uses machine learning and data provided by customers to match them up with clothing that fits them. It's unclear how Fit Analytics will be wrapped into Snap's technology, but One possibility is in providing more utility to Snap's AR technology by allowing users to actually virtually try on clothes. Facebook is implementing harsher punishments for users and group administrators who violate guidelines, including temporarily blocking posts or comments, as well as the ability to create new groups for as many as 30 days. So you're blocked for 30 days. While the punishments, they're more severe than they have been, they, they seem pretty light, for some of the more egregious behaviors seen in Facebook groups, that's that's my opinion at least. Google is cutting its App Store fee, fee cut from 30% to 15% for the first $1 million per year each developer makes. After $1 million is made, Google's cut, it jumps back up to 30%. Apple, they made similar moves as a result of antitrust pressure. All right, that is it for episode 440 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go... Uh, I always want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And thanks to those of you who did send me an email on my prompt last week. Like I said, I'm still rethinking the, the future of the podcast, but I really appreciate your feedback and your thoughts. It was 
Really appreciated. All right. I can be found on Twitter at T Wickert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.